Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And a very warm welcome back to Wellness with Lizelle. And today I am joined in my wellbeing studios by beauty expert and broadcaster Alison Young. Ali Young, best known for being QVC's longest standing and most trusted beauty presenter. That's where we met, actually. It was recently estimated that she sold over half a billion pounds worth of beauty products throughout her remarkable 30 year career. Wow. But there is so much more to this amazing and interesting woman. Strongly against the need for surgery and injectables, Ali is most definitely pro the great results that we can all get in our own home, even without products. And she shares her findings on screen, radio, in the press and on her own website, which we shall hear more about. So she's joining me today to discuss how we can all look our best in midlife and beyond. Welcome, Ali. Oh, thank you, Liz. It's quite emotional to see you. I know. I had a bit of a tear when I met you again, didn't I? Because we have such a history. We have. How long have we known each other? Um, 20 plus years, uh, yeah. at least. A- absolutely, at least. I mean, I remember launching the Lazelle Beauty range on QVC. Gosh, that must have been, I think, was it 96, 1996? So, yeah, well over 20 years well, ago. Should we go to 25? Yes. <laughs> and then before that, of course, you on TV and yeah, with the books and everything as well. So my whole beauty industry and, and yeah. career has been, you know, mirrored yeah, with mirrors. you. Right? Yeah, Absolutely. Because I want to talk about that. How did you first get involved in the world of beauty? What was your background? Um, qualified beauty therapist. And then, you know, from there actually working in treatments and so celebrity treatments in Greyshot Hall or, you know, I'm very, mm first job was sweeping the floor with no clients actually with my best friend who is still today my best friend who still does my hair who was the style director in a hair salon actually in Camberley and that led to then uh, building up client base going to the bigger salon in Guildford then going to the bigger Harrods salon and, and doing celebrity treatments and facials there and actually designing treatments and facials then health farms yes doing all of the treatments and working with doctors and nurses there in the health farms and having some fabulous crazy like actors and Gosh. clients from all over the world. And oh, I remember back in the day, places like Ragdale Hall yes. and Champneys and Greyshot and Ragdale. Yeah. And that was really the sort of heyday or the beginnings, wasn't it, really, when you went to a, a health farm, as mm. it was called. Nobody really talked about spas then, did they? But yeah, they were very individual. They were still all individually privately owned. Mm. They still worked much more on... A holistic approach and mm-hmm. with doctors, nurses, dietitians. Yeah. Nowadays, it's more on the sort of mass appeal approach of just more having superficial treatments and going there for, you know, hen weekends, etc. Yes. The, the, yeah. the 
the holistic approach has sort of gone, but it's still being kept in some of the European and global. I was going to say, you have to sort of almost hop on a plane or the Eurostar or something to get that, don't you? Because the Europeans are so into their real wellness retreats where you go for, you know, a week or proper sort of programme or or cure, as they like to call it. Yeah. Doing all sorts of things internally as well as externally. This this can be for your next project and I will book in. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to. I mean, I, I really would because... Like you, I, I think that level of, and depth of knowledge that can be shared and that inside-out approach and, and all about techniques and not necessarily so much about products. Products are lovely, but I mm. I mean, I view them as the icing on the cake, really. Yeah. You've got to get your fundamentals, haven't you? Yeah, and it's got, you know, when I'm doing consultation over the years, so then, you know, going on to then commercially working for companies and headhunted for Clarins and then set up their promotions team and head of training and designed their treatments and their... Gosh, um, that's quite a job. I mean, head of training at Clarins yeah. is no mean feat, is it? Because no. they're such skincare experts. And, and yeah, we're what two three hundred products and launched yeah. le maquillage the color range for them and you know because so a qualified makeup artist aromatherapist therapist all, all of that over the years yeah and then that knowledge has just kept building because as you know yes. you never stop learning no no um, that's a lovely thing about it there's always something new so yeah. how did you get on to qvc then what was that journey um that journey was that then um, they had hunted me again so you was know when they were setting up yeah, beauty freelance and consultancy and before mm. they'd actually gone on the screen and they were looking for someone in the beauty industry that was independent independent to brands which mm-hmm. is you know i don't i don't work directly for or commission for any in particular brand i, I think represent. that's a great strength yeah i represent mm. the customer the viewer the follower yes. the reader and i'll give them the right answer I won't yeah. give them what a product or brand wants me to say. Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, when they were looking at it and launching in this country, they were wanting to launch at that time a lot of American brands. And I said, no, there's a lot of great British brands and mm. great European brands or great salon brands that aren't yeah. on the high street yeah. that people don't understand that do solve problems. Yeah. So I sort of championed really the treatment products behind the closed door of the yeah. therapy rooms. Well, I remember you know, my first days on QVC and work working alongside brands like Elemis, Declayor, Espar, you know, as yeah. you say, brands that weren't very visible in the well, high Spa street. with Sue Harmsworth. She yes. was actually my, uh, I worked with her in Gracia Hall. When she set that up, I did all of her training programs yeah. and actually wrote some of the treatment protocols as well. So I've known that brand right the way through to, you mm. know, present day as well. Yeah. yeah. And then launching, for me, launching Beauty Company on QVC. I think we were the first beauty brand that actually launched on TV. Um, because up until then we'd just been mail order mm. and we hadn't deliberately, we you know we chose not to go retail. And it was just extraordinary. I loved it, actually. I, and mean, also, I haven't been on QVC you, for years, you, but I, I, I did love it. You flew the British flag because now <laughs> there is all these indie brands yeah. and British brands. Yeah. But in that day, you broke the mould of all of these big conglomerate French American brands. That's what the beauty world was full of um then and you came along with actually a a, a homegrown british story and philosophy that yeah, you know, was it, different looking back i mean i remember at the time it didn't feel particularly revolutionary but i do remember thinking that the skincare market was very polarised because you either went into a department store and you, I mean, even I had to kind of pluck up the courage and go behind, you know, to yeah. look at these women and behind counters on. and yes, mm. and feel smart and sort of stand up tall. And 
be persuaded often to, to part with, you know, hard-earned cash for something that was very expensive and, you know, beautifully packaged but very designery. Um, or you went to self-selection, you went into the high street and went into the chemist or the supermarket and bought, you know, Olay or Nivea or Pons mm. or something. But there was nothing really in the middle. So I think when Kim and I set up the beauty company, um, and it's funny looking back on it because it wasn't actually my idea. You know, everyone thinks because it was, you know, my name on on the brand but I'd been doing TV and like you have a long backstory yeah. well you had all of the books. books yeah I mean how many books had you done before that stage oh gosh well I did a series a mini series um of ebooks and I think there are 24 of those um so that already yeah. sort of racks up to 24 but my first book was called Vital Oils all about oils yeah, and fat I still which... have it have you really yeah, <laughs> first edition that. that could be valuable uh, one day yeah I should get you to sign it one day <laughs> um but then you were doing breakfast tv you were known yeah. in the beauty industry you known for your beauty and your health everything then before the brand and then it's just continued and then the brand sort of took over yeah. which you know, in, in a way, I was very impartial and, and I still, I mean, I love now going back into magazine work and things like this, podcasting, because like you, I value my impartiality. I'm not paid by any brand. Mm. The great thing is, that, you know, I've, I've sold the beauty company, so I, I don't need financially to be paid by any brand or product to, to promote it. Yeah. So it, it, I love having that authenticity. And did you find or do you find that, that people just see you as, as QVC and actually there's obviously so much more to you than that? Um, they can do. And that's that's fine, because then often, you know, going to QVC for me in the very early days, uh, even though I'm freelance and still do all my consultancy work mm. and still work you know, behind the scenes, developing products or management consultancy with brands. Mm. That must but, be really interesting actually. oh it's fascinating yeah. but then with the the customer what you know tv radio podcasts social media everything allows you to do is i'm true to a customer on a one-to-one -one basis and i come yeah. from the treatment room so i know what one product means to one woman that's mm -hmm. you know having a bad time with the skin or like mm -hmm. you going through you know the hrt and yeah. needing all of that knowledge sure. or having eczema which i have mm -hmm. we have that in common yeah, i have psoriasis as well i well i and acne as a teenager so <laughs> it's yeah it's <laughs> I know what it means. So, you know, I've treated people that, yes, have been supermodels and have a changed nose job and they came to me for six weeks to hide out in a health farm. But I've also then treated, you know, someone that has spent years saving up. They've had a double mastectomy yeah. and their daughter saved up to take them to have treatments with me. Yeah. Um, you know, to and yeah. it made the most emotional difference for them to then go on to the next stage of their life. Mm -hmm. you know, I think we, we ignore it. I mean, I think the beauty industry... A, it's a big revenue earner for the Exchequer and it employs mm. a lot of people, particularly women. And I think there's also, as long as you get the balance right, I think as long as it's not about lack of self-esteem, but actually boosting it. And mm. I know that the industry does a lot of work with cancer patients, for example, to sort of, you know, look good, feel better. And there is no question that if you feel that you're looking good, then then your confidence and your courage sometimes is mm. boosted. But I think we have to be very careful that we're not dictating and saying you must look like this or you must. I mean, I've never used the words anti-aging. I'm not anti-aging. Yeah. I'm actually really pro-aging. I'd love to age. It's about aging well. I mean, you know, God willing, I hope to be here in a long, long time. So I think we need to be in favour of ageing, but it's how we age, isn't it? And, mm. and, and hanging on to what we have for as long as possible. And having healthy skin, clear, healthy, radiant skin. Yeah, and I think when I'm talking to, you know, so many clients and so many customers and on the the 
tutorials when I wanted to do them. I've done them without connection to brands or to products because mm. it's about information. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and people come up to me and they'll say, you know, what, what should I do for this wrinkle? What should I do for that eye? You know, what should I do for this puffiness? And sometimes mm. it's not just that puffiness or just that eye. They are just maybe comparing themselves to, you know, news readers or, you know, Instagram or, or social media. Being filtered yeah. and retouched. And, yeah. and it's not till someone points at something that I notice it. But because they're pointing at it every day in their mirror, and I'm yeah. the one that actually often says, well, you know, just use your eye product there on that. It's got the same ingredients. It's got anti-aging yes. ingredients. Put that on there. You don't need to buy another product. And yeah. actually, let's not focus on that because I didn't notice it yes. until you said it. You've yes. got gorgeous eyes. Actually, your skin is in really good condition yeah. for your age. And a lot of people are then, oh, is it? Because I think we've almost become into a, a critical mm. Oh, of ourselves yeah and, and I, I i totally fall into that trap as well yeah. and and you know if um i haven't slept as well as i should have done or whatever or would take a picture i think actually you know i'm not going to post that one because mm. you're almost afraid of some negative comment um or somebody yeah. thinking that you're not looking as you should mm. look and we're a very lookist society I, yeah. and i wish we could we could change that so what are the common questions that people ask you what what are you doing your tutorials on what are you finding the most popular um, questions the well the most popular questions are always to do with with concerns and problems massive amount is really um, increased with you know i'm going through uh, cancer treatment chemotherapy i've got serious mm. illness and i think because of um, my experience again in not just having this superficial yeah. beauty image as well is that i can help people that are going through situations i understand you know like you the effects of health and diet mm. as you know and ingredients and i don't represent one brand is that you know sometimes it's about um, when you're going through illness, actually looking at all of the ingredient listing, cutting down on the ingredients, just like when you're going through illness, yeah. you can't have compound food or French mm -hmm. food or, you know, so it's scaling spicy it back, food. really, yeah, so to keep it, it simple, yeah. looking at ingredient listings. Yeah. It's very interesting you say that because, you know, I'm noticing a real trend. I, I think we went through a time when people were chucking lots of ingredients into products and, and you would, you know, you read some complex and it had like 30 different things in it because it was so super active and so highly charged. And now it's almost the real flip side of that. You can buy a bottle of pure hyaluronic acid. That's it, full stop. You know, whereas you, you could have found that as one ingredient. Now we're being instructed to use that one thing on its own and maybe layering it with vitamin C or maybe layering, layering it with a, a retinol. And, you know, and, and all of that is fantastic because it's knowledge to the consumer. And I think the, mm -hmm. the, the whole thing about ingredients has got more and more transparent, which mm -hmm. is good. But then it also then gets more and more confusing because yes. then you might buy the hyaluronic at six pounds or the hyaluronic at 60 pounds. So, so then the consumer thinks, am I being had at the 60 pounds or is the six pounds one good value? But surely hyaluronic acid is just hyaluronic acid. Isn't um, it? I mean, are there different strengths? Yeah, there are different strengths. So there's different types of hyaluronic. So it can have different densities. You can microencapsulate it as well. So, you know, if it's in an oil base versus, you know, other bases, it absorbs differently too. So what and would so, you recommend? What should we look for on a well, label? It, different. It doesn't, it, there isn't one exact right product mm -hmm. for everyone. Right. It is about individuality. Do you if think microencapsulation is good because it's like sustained release? So it's going to last longer? If you've longer? got more dryness yeah. and more aging and you want more Result, then the more sophisticated ones will give you more results mm. if you but then you'll get a lot of people that are like teenagers or 20s or maybe with their ethnicity they don't line if with their ethnicity or beautiful olive skin yeah. they're not going to line they don't need 
They can have a the, really simple, straightforward. Yeah, they can yeah. have a simple one yeah. and they can have the six pound one and they'll be thrilled with it. Mm. But you put the six pound one on maybe onto someone that is, you know, in their 40s or 50s with a Caucasian line skin that has been yeah. poorly, that's going through the menopause. Yeah. And if she's using nothing, she'll get a bit of result. Mm -hmm. But if she's been using a good brand, yeah. then actually she won't get any more results. Yeah. And then she'll think, oh, hyaluronic's no good. It's hasn't given me any extra result but that mm. was because it was the it was the weak version the weaker version she yeah. used to supercharge yeah. it what about things like vitamin c because the reason i never used it in products in the early days was because we couldn't stabilize it mm. whereas i mean that but that's going back you know 20 yeah. years when i was first formulating and and you can it can be stabilized now it can be encapsulated now yeah. though not necessarily in a in you know in a pure water form it is better in an anhydrous form and so the oil yeah oily so only cream. oil or balm so they're almost like a mousse or an oil texture or mm -hmm. a whipped oil so they don't have any water in so those can be more effective and that's where the vitamin c and the vitamin c esters really started outside of the water-based yeah. formulas yeah. i've seen quite a few in little capsules as well single-use capsules yeah and then or you can get the powders as well and actually do that but irrespective of the vitamin C, the the ones that are in water on that and the cheaper base sometimes mm. are definitely the ones that you can't necessarily get the dramatic result because then what yeah. you'll get is the industry will say, oh, vitamin C, it can, you know, it really helps with the collagen, it really, you know, improves brown pigmentation spots. Mm. But no, it doesn't. If you've got a brown pigmentation spot or cloasma after pregnancy or side effect of the contraceptive pill yes. or illness or perfume spraying or sun damage, it doesn't completely get rid of it. Mm. It might if it's the right concentration for the right age and the right darkness of your skin, the, the patches on your skin, yeah. soften it slightly, mm -hmm. but it will only do it if you increase exfoliation, that will help it a bit more. Put an SPF 50 in a block on in the daytime so it doesn't. you don't stimulate the melanin cell, that will also help it more. And then there is an element that if it's your hormones or your illness or the contraceptive pill that's bringing it to the surface, mm. the no cosmetic product on the top will no. completely get rid of it, but it might just manage it or soften it yeah you know a bit and some people it might you know yeah. get rid of for a short period of time but your hormones or whatever caused it in the first place or your medication could bring it we'll, to the we'll surface bring it again. Back again yeah yeah so do you think that vitamin c is something that we should be adding into our daily routine i mean vitamin c is one of those ingredients along with lots of ingredients that it's it's customized so you know if someone says to me what's the best face cream for mm. me, there's no such answer. What's the right. best ingredient? There's no such answer. The best ingredient or the best face cream or the best makeup or the best hair care product is the best one for you. Yeah, that works for you. Personally, mm. whether you're Mrs. Brown or Mrs. Yeah. Jones or Lizzo, yeah. Yeah. no matter what price point you're shopping in, and it's what's right yeah. for you. And if that's right for you don't want to have a complex beauty regime, you just want to use, you know, I'd like you to use sun cream mm -hmm. and a great moisturizer mm -hmm. and just buy that for the rest of your life. Well yeah. done on you. Job done. Yeah, it's not, you know, if you want more result or you need more results, yeah. then yes, and I, I am very much more, um, I like to follow what a customer wants or yes. what a follower wants. Yeah. And it's about their ethos. It's not about me or the beauty industry imparting or forcing someone to do something or feeling pressurised that, sure. oh, I must do this or I must do that. Sure. Um, I wonder if um, adding vitamin C powder to a face cream would work. 
Um, to help boost it. I haven't again, tried that. Yeah, might, sometimes, might yeah, it's six and six and two threes because there are brands that have then made those and then put them in. And then again, you can get a little result. Yeah. But then actually it might change the pH of the whole of the moisturiser yes. that you're putting it in. So then maybe you get a little brightening result, but then mm. actually the moisturising effects that you're already buying or the peptide effects that you're already buying from the ingredients that are in there mm. aren't necessarily going to be enhanced because it was never tested or stability tested or proven. Right, it wasn't designed to be like it that. Talk about designed, peptides. Tell yeah. us about peptides. What oh, are they and what oh, do they do? Peptides along with things like retinols are sort of all in a group of stimulating ingredients and stimulating ingredients i'd stimulate dry skin so dry skin or i'll almost categorize skin into sort of you know lazy skin or active skin active skin is oily and congestion and you know this is where i'll go sometimes against the beauty industry and where many brands i think with marketing and marketeers over the years have then discovered that young people with spotty and oily skin like to wash, therefore we'll sell them more washes. They mm. like to scrub, we'll sell them more scrubs, we'll tell them they need to scrub more. Where I'm with an oily and a congested skin, the less you do, the better you are. Yeah. So the amount of people with oily and congested skin, and it's, and it's happening a lot more now, you know, with um, hormones, with all the HRT yes. work you've been doing. Yeah, I know, teenage hormones um, are, are very tricky. And where yeah. those endocrine disruptors come, whether it's in the food chain or in our pollution or, mm. or water supply or whatever in stress levels you yeah know, the teenage stress levels are just massive at the moment and of course that can play into the skin as well so i'll have a sort of a you know a, a very overactive skin mm. actually doing less and i'll also have them using less ingredients mm. so less uh, simpler products so would you recommend sort of oily balms to, to cut through oil on the skin they can do and that can sometimes work for some people it's more about i have less stimulating products so i don't mind oily yeah. balms i don't mind if it's and i will go and customize to a person so i'll actually say you know what do you like to wash with what do you like to clean mm. your skin with where do you wash your face and so if someone says well you know no because you know i know from my acne years if the if it had the word oil in or it had the word it looked like a cream it looked like sebum out of my face yeah. therefore i wouldn't put you it on so if mm. if when i'm talking to someone they feel like that i will talk face washes and gels mm -hmm. that are non-stimulating propolis aloe vera those sorts of ingredients nice. and more calming and and, and balancing and letting the, the skin have a have a break and, and mm. heal itself especially around the hormone cycle which will come up and down if it's female yeah. as well yeah. and then if they're like oh no i you know I, I like to use oils then I said fine we can use oils but I won't use oils that have got a lot of retinols or peptides or things like that in mm -hmm. I'll actually sometimes go against the trend uh, yeah. of retinols because there are as many side effects the more ingredients you put in the more complex the ingredient the more people that might not be able to use it yeah and so it's not a one but retinols size fits are, all they are so diverse aren't mm. they there isn't just one retinol, one retinoic acid. There are all the different esters and yeah. strengths, and and I'm only really, if I'm truthful, it getting my head around it. Yeah. We did a very good yeah. article in Lizelle Wellbeing magazine all about retinols, and it was really interesting. And my whole team and I tested a whole load of retinols mm. from the super salon strength prescription-only products right the way through to the the very low-cost high street products, which you can now get. And they all had an effect. Yeah. I mean, they, it's a remarkable ingredient, isn't it, retinol, yeah. which comes from vitamin A. Yeah. But then you'll also get the, the problem is that you'll sometimes get the confusion because you'll get um, a whole oil, um, such as rosehip oil, which has got natural vitamin A in. Yes. And then that will be being marketed and advertised and saying that that will help to soften 
the look of dark circles and lines and wrinkles but yeah. to me it won't yeah. so you do need to go to the to the stronger and the higher concentration and the actual you know retinol and encapsulated retinol and the slow release yeah. to then get the the strongest line and wrinkle mm. because that's where sort of a, a lot of brands with the in similar sounding ingredient or yes. because everyone has to say you know softens fine lines and wrinkles or something like that on advertising yeah. but it's then like you can it's about which one really does which one work really for does your it. level yes. of age for your level of result so I'm always constantly customizing routines or regimes or saying well tell me what you've got at home yeah because sometimes when they start, so oh, I've got this and I've got that and I've got, I said, well, you've already got that ingredient and actually that's a really good brand yeah. ingredient. So swapping to another brand to the same ingredient, mm. which probably came from, you know, the same ingredient source or, you know, sell-in of an of ingredient manufacturer mm -hmm. going mm -hmm. to the manufacturer that then makes the product for that brand is not going to give you the holy grail of the searching result. Sometimes the result you already have at home and yes. sometimes you are searching for a result that you don't, need because you need someone like me to actually say you know what you're good you know or you yeah. need someone else to compliment you yes. and for us all to stop you know yeah, yeah. saying stop about you know obsessing yeah. over it yeah. but I think in general terms if you read an ingredient label they're obviously ingredients are listed in order of strength so yeah. so the highest amount of something will come up first so if you're looking for a retinol or a vitamin c you need to make sure that it's relatively high up Bearing in mind, of course, that sometimes more is not necessarily yeah. more. You know, you only might need a tiny amount of something because it's so potent to make and, and it work. That, that's true, but it also can be confusing mm. because then you can get maybe marketeers or brands making something and the first ingredient's water yeah. and it's 99.9%. .9%, it could be yeah, in theory. Be. Yeah. So then the other things coming down yeah. can be 0, 0.0. Yes. one not yeah. point from that point of view you know if we took it to the extreme mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um because you don't know the percentages so some brands actually do make to make the list sound good yeah. but then i'm always very much about when i test product i still mm -hmm. test them all myself mm -hmm. um I, you know and that to my detriment you know yes. i'll test them all myself and they'll bring back my eczema i'll test them yes. all myself and i'll get spots and breakouts i know what you mean um, i've gone yeah. back into that testing mode and it's really hard when, mm. you, when you try something and it instantly you know, and then the sometimes we're like, oh, I so want to use something. I so need to yeah. use X, Y, Z because I need to get my skin back on track. But I need to see what this ingredient does yes. so that I can judge it in this brand or learn about it more for, you know, ingredients in general mm. uh, uh, so that I can give better quality advice because I'm not just going to say, you know, oh, buy this or buy that. This is the latest yeah. thing. That's not what, what my advice that, is that about. What are the things that you love the most? What will you, we always find in your in your bathroom, in your cabinet? Uh, you'll always find oils. Um, yeah. I always, well, in terms of what? Aromatherapy oils? Yeah, or, or aromatherapy oil? oils, blending oils. I'll Which always are your favourites? What do you like? I'll always have jojoba and almond and rosehip as bases. Right. I'll For always, what? Facial massage? Yeah. Facial massage, moisturising, scalp massage. I put mm. it on right the way from, you know, taking someone that's maybe um, poorly and going through, you know, very serious illness as mm. well, um, chemotherapy. And I've got the tutorials about illness and what to do is I'll have, you know, I'll say just use a, a, a neat oil, a jojoba, a mm. chamomile, an almond. You can get it from a chemist. You can get it for one or two pounds. You can get it on the internet. Nothing else in it. Yeah. Massage it onto, obviously do patch tests as you would everything, but yeah. massage onto the scalp. You know, if you're losing your hair or you're getting flaky or dry or itchy patches and then use, mm. you know, your 
shampoo because it will actually soften any plaques if you've got psoriasis it will soften any dryness or tip. irritated yeah. or thinning skin that actually hurts to the touch mm. because of chemotherapy and it will it will buffer and just make the shampooing experience for example more comfortable or the body wash experience more comfortable um as well so you know that's where when a retinol or vitamin c or a latest you know anti-aging ingredient doesn't help yeah, individuals if it doesn't mm -hmm. if it's not right for you yeah um i've got essential oils that i um have in atomizers i have because mm. i was an aromatherapist so i still yeah have different oils burning in all different rooms i'll add oils i won't live without tea tree oil yeah as well because i'm allergic to deet so so you use that for anti-mozzy. Yeah, nice. and, it's, and it's amazing. I anoint things with nice. tea tree oil all over the place. I won't travel without it. Um, That's a really And then good I tip. have gels. I have I have the famous Lizelle aloe vera plant. And think of you. Oh, every time every you cut time it. Every time I cut. And squeeze out the sap. Yeah, yeah and squeeze out that sap. <laughs> it's yes. very good for sunburn and yeah. just soothing yeah. skin irritations. Um, and so I'll have, you know, the aloe vera plant, or I'll have a, a, a simple sort of like whole food aloe vera formula mm -hmm, yes. there as well as that you can go back to and yeah. so I'll, I'll use a lot of the ingredients sort of um s separately mm -hmm. as well as then having complex products that i'm actually testing but i'll right. never be without oils i'll never be without a hyaluronic uh, formula i'll never be without you know an aloe formula so just those so those, those bases of gels oils for. and then mixing you know the nice. water and the oil into emulsions you can do that and then having the balms and the the butters as well for the cuticles the lips and where you need yes, a, a thicker that's a consistency. real rising trend isn't it you know balms and butters and coconut oil i mean that's a relatively mm. new thing certainly it wasn't around when i started i was using coconut oil when i was a teenager really yes um and because we were all using it i mean this is what 40 years ago yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and actually getting neat neat coconut oil and we were using it on our hair yeah. and then it was setting like concrete on the hair then you're having to do about four shampoos <laughs> to wash to get it, it off out. but it was the most amazing conditioner so i know it's a a recent thing and everything's yes. coconut water and, and coconut oil yeah. but ingredients like fashion do go mm. around there is there's technology can get invented but sometimes yes. inventing the wheel you know the wheel was round yeah. and it was there and i think what i like about ingredients particularly for skincare is that they're often plant derived or botanically derived yeah. but then they're accelerated if you like or they're amplified because you just extract the active part of that that making that's making it work and then you might need to as you say micro encapsulate it or put mm. it in a stable form so that it's not just going to disappear into the ether you're actually going to be able yeah. to get some benefit Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosa 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And then sometimes you can almost push the plant there, like you say, to the nth degree or that fraction of a concentration to concentrate it. Mm. But then you can, I'll go back to the benchmark of the original ingredient whole and then it's like "Hmm, actually science have pushed it but in actual fact it still does a great result on its own or if you've got a sensitive skin or you're going through illness you actually can't take the scientific end of the version you do need to go back back to that one as well so i'll always sort of benchmark against the ingredient in the raw form or the heritage product Mm -hmm. um or the product that is actually in a cheaper price point that has that, yeah. you know, and again, that can sometimes surprise you. And actually, that's yeah. a good result. Yeah. I'm happy with that. I'd be very happy. What's nice these days is that you can go online and you can see reviews. Mm. That's a relatively new thing, isn't it? So, yeah. you know, you can actually see what other people independently have said about things and whether they work. Because it's very hard, you know, when we get sent things here at the magazine, we've got quite a long lead time. So, you know, we're not just going to try things once or twice. We want to actually try them for a few months to see whether they do really work and what the impact is. So you yeah. can be looking at, you know, sort of six months down the line before you're actually ready to pass an opinion on something. You've got to be prepared to, to keep mm. it. Um, word about wet wipes. Wet would, wipes. Would we ever find them in your bathroom no. cabinet? <laughs> no, wouldn't find them in mine either. No, they don't find in uh, my bathroom or, or or cabinet really at all. But going, going back to that, for example, reviews, the only thing mm. that... In some situations, it can confuse more mm. because then people are buying from other customers that also didn't understand their skin type or condition right. based on their yep, illness, their age, their lifestyle, uh-huh. their health state, mm. their stress level, all which affects it. So then sometimes yeah. I it's the confusion of people yeah. or they're like, well, I've, I've, I've used retinol, but I haven't got a result or I've used this, but it hasn't got a result. And it's just because it worked for one person doesn't mean it'll work for you. And I'm very much more about more, what's your health state? What's your illness? Going back to the clinic, back to my treatment room. So someone Mm. will ask me, you know, I've got dry skin. And they'll ask me on social, what's the best moisturiser? I don't have an answer at that point. Right. So what would you say then Um, for dry skin? I actually say in that point, because that was a direct question that I was asked on, um, on social, on my Insta. And it was, I will then go back and I will actually open the gate so Mm. i'll say you know tell me a little bit more about your skin what you're using and dryness can sometimes be caused by illness or stress and that gives someone the opportunity to actually then say and in that case it was actually i have just gone through a divorce and i um i I am on chemo right Right. so that dry skin skin is going to be very dry yeah yeah, that dry skin answer is about simplistic natural oils yeah it is not about yes a complex dry skin moisturizer with perfumes and yeah. you know anti-aging ingredients in so uh, but if you read online mm. it'll be you know this the greatest the social buzz yeah. about the latest thing which i find is putting a lot of pressure on people mm. especially in the sort of teens 20s and early 30s mm-hmm. they're coming up to me and say oh have you heard, heard of this have you used this have you heard of this and it's like yeah that that ingredient's not new yeah everyone's after the magic new yeah. product aren't they yeah 
What about bags under the eyes? Because that's a question that I get asked yeah. a lot. Do you get asked that question? Yeah, very common one. Uh, dark circles, bags underneath the eyes. Again, is it is it illness? Is it because you're on pain medication? Mm. Is it because you've got gravitational edema and you actually get fluid because you're lying flat on a night, but then you get what I call morning face, which is by lunchtime you look better. That's gravitational edema. So should we be sleeping slightly propped up, maybe? If, if you could. Who can? Who can change their sleeping position? We can't. No. Can you? No, you know, um, um, I would have you massaging then on a morning yes. and then actually, yes. Right, reducing it through yeah, facial massage. Reducing through facial massage mm -hmm. in that instance. Yes, using, you know, checking um, that you're using more of an eye gel rather than a cream because maybe the cream's causing puffiness. Maybe the oily mm. eye makeup remover or the oily cleanser the night before yes. is causing puffiness. Then using something that has got more like arnica and aloe and you know cooling your famous eye bright um, yes. ingredients as well or holistic yeah. and herbal ingredients that have actually got the cooling calming but then applying it in lymph drainage or using ice cubes swept outwards in gauze or i nice. love frozen spoons um teaspoons or tablespoons i just keep table teaspoons and tablespoons in the fridge and if you mm. get a puffy face which you can yeah. get you know from steroids you can sure. from you know sure. chemo treatment as well as from you know late nights and you know wonderful Too wine yeah yep. and all sorts of things you know, there's, <laughs> yeah. there's lots of different reasons and then if you use the frozen spoons while you're boiling the kettle as long as you've got a product on your face it could be any cream gel or oil anything that will just give some form of lubrication so just your normal face cream mm. center of the face outwards and if it's a teaspoon it's actually on the back of the teaspoon it's a perfect shape if you've got yes. long nails or you're not very good to drain underneath and over the top of the lid out to your lymph node in your temple then down to your ear and down underneath your jaw if it's the nice. tablespoons actually the back of the tablespoon again is a perfect non-friction surface over the whole of the face just center of the face outwards so two spoons at a time ideally two spoons, or if you're pouring yes oh, this no. is great i can feel a whole video coming on yeah um you know so th things like that i like to share so that yes it's not about necessarily spending money or spending yeah. more money i think everyone's um everyone's beauty regime should they should be in control of it mm. and it you can have a great beauty regime at lots of different price points um and then you can have a terrible beauty routine at a very expensive price point yes, yes, if you're no using no, it? if you it's all about technique yeah. and personalization yeah yeah. What about other gadgets? I mean, we talked about spoons, but are there other sort of high tech gadgets? Because the market is now yeah. becoming really crowded, isn't it? With these sort of facial massages and high frequency and that mm. kind of kind of thing. As a, as a therapist, what do you think looking at those? Um, there are, it's great to have choice. And then obviously when you're looking at having, you know, those treatments in clinic or in salons, that's where they came from. So many yeah. of those machines, especially if you make sure that they are um, FDA approved, so that they are FDA te safety tested and the results are FDA approved. Right. Now, if the results are FDA approved, if they're just like EU registered or uh, it doesn't mean that the machine works. It doesn't mean that it's actually been tested to work and so give you FDA the result. Approval, FDA will, approval. Will a gadget say that yes, on it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it needs to be FDA approved and it needs to be FDA approved on the result yes. that it gives. And that means it's at the right frequency to get 
that result because then you get lots of copycat brands that can be you know mm. eu approved but they're not actually the right frequency yeah. or the right strengths or the right pulse to actually get mm. the result so then you get at home and it doesn't give you the hair removal or it doesn't give you sure. you know the result that you want so the last gadget i bought uh it was probably from an instagram ad actually i was seduced yeah. by something it was different types of light mm -hmm. so it's a gadget and it, and it emits red light yeah. and blue light yeah. and white light yeah what do you think of that kind of thing yeah again when you're using the home versions because mm. they come from clinic and in clinic you know in private clinics and originally sort of you know the doctor and over from america that do them in the strengths they are yes. you maybe only need you know a, a course of six treatments to actually get a result the home care devices they will work to a certain extent but they've got to be used more often yeah. so then you've got to commit um, you have, to, to be using honest, them it's been five sitting in a drawer for the last a week month. for eight <laughs> weeks to get yeah the results that was shown on the photograph but when, when i read the um the small print it did say it was to daily use for half an hour yeah i thought i just don't Can't have do that. half yeah. an hour actually mm. and you've got to move it so you can't mm. it's not even as if you can kind of sit in front of it and yeah you know, and I'll do emails you know, or something. And... Yeah, when I'm doing that, that's what I'll try and well, that's what I do do is mm. that I will look at people's individual situations on consultation. And then if someone's actually using, you know, they'll say, I, I want more results on aging or I want more results on spots. And they're already doing all the right things. Yeah. And I'll say, okay, we need to go deeper. You go deeper with an electrical machine. And mm -hmm. if we add, for example, on a spot, if we add blue light or high frequency to it, then that's got the antibacterial that'll give you the actual um, more antiseptic or, or yeah. cleansing action on that, that area and just zap it a bit more. But maybe you don't need to go there. Or maybe someone doesn't like skin creams and then they could use mm. that just directly on the spot or the wrinkling or yeah. it's not wrinkling it's actually facial slackness when you actually look at the shape of the face it's the it's the droop then okay skin creams can do a little bit of firming but only firming epidermal so that's really elastin and collagen that's dermal and muscle and if the muscle then that's actually maybe for radical microcurrents. So you might be, and because I'd say to them, well, what are you using? And they're using a very high grade, very good quality firming moisturizer. I'll say, you well, might need a gadget. You might to need a gadget to go lift. to the muscle. And so micro frequency. Yeah. The phoradic, which is electrical muscle stimulation, which comes originally from physiotherapy, originally from the medical field. Mm -hmm. you know, so you can that, phoradic exercise yeah, your face, yeah, can you, to, yeah. to reduce the droop? But again, contraindications. Any electrical machinery, sure. not if you're, you know, migraine, epileptic, right. um, you know, okay. Bell's palsy, neuralgic situations, pregnancy. So there's a long list of contraindications. You've got to go into it properly. Yeah. And as you say, there is a, also um, the time factor. Mm, is that is. someone might say, in time. and I'll say, well, you need to use it X amount. Will you do that? Yeah. And some people will say yes, but a lot of people will say no. And I'll say, well, that's fine. Don't yeah, buy it. Yeah, don't have it then. Yeah. So blue light is the one that's quite cleansing. Yeah. And so it's good for blemish-prone yeah. skin, acne-prone skin. Yes, infections. Infections, yeah. excellent. Yeah. The red light is uh, collagen. Yes, producing. collagen. So that's anti-aging. Yes. That has more Don't than anti-aging. Oh, sorry. It's, it's pro yeah, usefulness. Yes. It's pro. Yeah, but again, it's um, it. It works gradually over time. Yeah. So it's it's about yeah. using, just like a face cream doesn't work overnight, mm. is that, you know, a diet won't work overnight, exercise routine won't work overnight. Yeah. So it's, and I think in this, also in this massive advertising social world, a lot of people aren't sticking to what they've bought 
for long enough. For long enough to see the difference. Yeah, because a yeah. skin cycle is a month. Yes. Men and women. It's got nothing to do with necessarily yeah. our, you know, periods or hormone cycle. Yeah. It is actually to do with largest organ of bodies. Rejuvenation factor is a thirty, you know, twenty six, twenty eight, thirty two, thirty four yeah. day cycle. Men and women slows down with aging process, and to get a to see a result on that you mm. keep putting the product and that ingredient on for the whole of that cycle yes, to really and see. ideally till the end of the pot mm -hmm. which is normally a two or three weeks a two or three cycle which is two or three months that's how yes. moisturizers serums they're all designed to last two to three months yeah. so that you can keep repeat applying it so that your skin can then respond to that ingredient mm -hmm. serums yeah. are something that i really like Actually, yeah. I'm really big into serums at the moment mm. and layering, the whole layering yes. thing. Of, of I am adding... layering queen. Are you layering queen? Yes. How many layers talk, do you have talk on? Talk to layering queen. <laughs> um, now, one of my, I've always layered. I've yes. layered since, a, since, you know, since a teenager, since uh, therapy school. Obviously, a facial is layering. That's yes. what a facial is. Yeah. Um, so even if you, uh, one of my favorite things when um, I'm talking to clients is, is, you know, they'll say, oh, you know, I, I need more results. And I'll say, well, right, go home tonight line up all of your products from thin to thick layer and put them on one at a time in extra doses mm. and if your skin looks better tomorrow you are not using enough and do that as a because that's what we do in facial sure. the facial is about i love that very simple yeah. idea of, of thin to thick mm. so the thinnest viscosity yeah just line them first. up pile them on and you know, and, and all you line them up and pile, pile them on. on. That's great beauty yeah, advice. So that is technical. <laughs> and you know, sometimes my skin will be starved. It'll be feeling dry. It'll be feeling tight. You know, yeah. I did it last night. So then, you know, one of my my little bugbears is is instructions on sides of products because well, they're, they're so microscopic. They're, I mean, I have to them. now take a screenshot with my phone and enlarge it so I can actually yeah. read what it's telling me to do. And it'll it'll just say as well. Um, it won't say everything that you could do with that product because mm. they will just put on onto it. Now it's come down to one line because now there's so many languages Ugh. that have to go into the product. There's, you know, so many legal things that have to go into the product, which yes. is fine. That's, that's all about protection, safety yeah. and insurance, but it's not helping no. the customer use the product at home. It'll just say, you know, dab around the eyes on the, on the, yeah. um, Orbital bone. Sorry, orbital bone but then yeah. i'll say if you're 18 mm. dab it around your eyes on the orbital bone if you're 35 and you've had two kids and your eyes are tired put it all over the put eye it all over everywhere and you know yeah. if it, if you look better tomorrow you know your eye needs more yes. product actually on the eye on the dry area mm. if it's a little bit puffy tomorrow your eye can't take it yet right but it will do you know, in a few years time. Yeah. And if it does take it all over the eye, then question, should you, when you've run out of that product, because I don't like people, you know, just stopping one product and putting it to one side, it's wasteful. Mm. And, and most importantly, it's wasteful of your hard earned cash. Yeah. Is I like to say, right, well, use that, it like that. If you have to keep putting the eye product on the lid and right up to the lashes to see the results, then when you repeat purchase, you need to purchase maybe not that one, because it's going to, run out too quickly mm. you need to repeat purchase a richer one right and then that so will last more, you longer yeah, yeah, yeah better value yeah so it'll give you really some information about what to get next mm. i think yeah that, that's very true not always sticking with the same thing and also my mantra is never stop at the chin Oh, always go yes. down, yeah. go down, 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 down. I yeah, mean, yeah. I know people who go down yeah. as far as the waist, yeah. Oh, which amazing. I think is possibly a bit. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't do that, but I certainly do my neck, mm. 
and the décolleté, mm. the, the the top of the chest. And I'm really uh, quite obsessive now with my sun cream on yeah. the top of. Um, I never, the chest. never in my life has wiped wiped hands on towel. But that comes okay. back to my therapy days. So you wipe hands on your on wipe your skin. hands on skin. Yeah. So if there's anything left on your hands, you know, back of the hands, nails, yeah. cuticles, yeah, calves, you know, yeah. elbows, put it. You mm. paid money for that product. Yes, don't wipe you know, it on a towel. Yeah, in therapy and facial, you know, I used to do a little bit of one for you, one for me. Right. Is that they would then, I would do a facial, put product on. It's like, oh, so I yeah, have a bit be... of that myself, yep. dab it around my eyes. And, you know, some of the, yeah. the, the little sort of yeah. um, things like that that we, that we would do. It's the like, one for cheats. me, one for you. The, yes. the one thing that I found really works, actually, for me at the moment, um, is to use eye cream on the back of my hands. Mm. Because the eye creams, I think, in in my sort of cupboard at the moment, tend to be my richest products. Yeah. And just at bedtime, I just pile on an extra pumpful of whatever I've got yeah. onto the backs of my hands. And, and I'm they're really great around the difference. lips. They're great on the lip as mm. well. And then a lot of products will bring out, you know, a separate eye product, mm -hmm. a separate forehead product, a separate. <laughs> How many products do you need? Product. Something for the nose yeah. and. <laughs> and you know, someone will say, "Oh, you know, I need a lip product. Oh, I need something yeah. for my lipstick, my upper lip lines." I'll say, "Well, number one, there's no point in buying a product unless you're putting an SPF up there at this time of year because right. the sun's yes, really hitting, hitting that it, isn't and it, wrinkling that and pigmenting yeah. it." And then number two, I'll say, okay, put your eye cream on mm -hmm. and put the eye cream on around the lip area. If you can start to see a difference, then yes, it's worth buying a stronger product to put around the lip. Yeah. Um, if you can't see a difference, then, you know, no, you just keep moisturising and putting the sun cream on. Yeah, simple but really mm. great advice. Now tell me, what does home look like for you when we see you off our screens or when we see you off on social? I know you're a big horsewoman. Yes. How long have you yeah. been into horses? How long have you had your uh, horses? Since, uh, I've been into horses since I was three. So I was a hyperactive child. Uh, my mother took me to the doctor to say, how do I control her? She's getting thrown out of Sunday school, even though it was run by my next door neighbour. She's too crazy. Oh, no. Yeah, she's too crazy. She's too energetic. Yeah. I can't tire her out. And he said, give her, put her on to the, give her loads of hobbies that are physical and find right. out which one sticks that you can, in the nicest possible way, bribe her with. Mm -hmm. So then I was like ice skating, swimming, running, riding, anything. And my parents weren't rich. They didn't have yeah. horses. We just lived in a normal, you yeah. know, street um, up in the north of England as well, because I've obviously I've lived and, and worked all over So where United did you Kingdom. find your riding then? How did you get into it? Um, because that was one of the things to see if it worked to tie me so out. local riding school. Yeah, local riding school mm. as well. That was, I can name you every name of every horse that I've ever sat on. So that was, the first one was um, Arkell. And uh, then it was, uh, at that stables, there was Arkle and there was Jingles as well. My brother got to ride Jingles and I was jealous. Um, <laughs> it's a great name. I, I was three and I was on Arkle and I always wanted to ride Jingles. And then, uh, yeah, so that's what, yeah. that's what, you know, um, turned me on, shall we say. Yeah. And that's then what, as, as my mum as a parent, then, okay, you can do your homework because you can mm. go riding. We'll save did your pocket you money up. Did you competing? Did you go in for jumping? No, and no anything that, was, like that? that was just once a day. Uh, sorry, not once a day. Once a week, if I was lucky, you know, a, a riding school that lesson. something to look forward to. Yeah, something to mm. look forward to. One hour on a Saturday morning. And then, because my parents couldn't, you know, that, that was expensive. It is yeah, expensive. Sure. And yeah. it's, um, it's better prices around the country. And things as well but then um i would work at the stables and so then i would help to muck out or lead someone else so as i got older like seven mm. eight nine i would lead someone else on horses to then in return get a lesson right. and then i'd work on the stables at sort of um eight nine ten eleven working at the stables on a weekend to then get a lesson Turn as well and then mm. i got my first horse at 11 
But that, that took me for three years. I built a saddle rack in oh. and I kept going into the garage. Bang, 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 bang. Every night with this saddle really, rack and redesigning the saddle rack and everything. It's like, it's a saddle rack I'm gonna, for a saddle. And then one day, one day I got the horse. <gasps> that is great. And you've still got how many horses now? Oh, I'll cry about that horse. Oh. Um, now I've got, I've got three at the moment. So I've got one that's 29. Yeah. And they've uh, also, I think that... Um, that passion as well has it keeps me working hard because yes. also you know they are expensive you do yeah. you know and so that I think as a you know as a, as a parent I mean yeah you've done an amazing career and brought up five children is it five. Five. I haven't missed one out have I last count no yeah because every time I saw you <laughs> there was another there one was another one um wasn't there That's so now, you to. you know more about that than me is trying to find a child's help help them find um, their own yeah. way and find yeah, something all different yeah yeah, mm. yeah. and you're so, you have babies in that you have your foals yeah so, so you're I, breeding i bred them yeah so i've got dogs breeding horses, horses dobermans are my thing rescues and dobermans are my thing yes yeah, so i've got two Why dobermans, dobermans at the moment. i'm quite scared of doing the dobermans, I, I love the black and tan thing it's, it's yeah. i've always they've always been to me they're the most beautiful intelligent clever and i just think the most attractive dog mm. on the planet um so yeah i've had those since i was i got my first overman at 21 so and i've had them ever since i always have at least two yeah um and so, you're breeding them no i've never bred them have you not no, no. maybe that should go on the bucket list maybe it should <laughs> I, have, I think it's enough with the horses though i have I mean, got an entire dog work. ferguson who's nine and she's never shown an interest mm. and i'm like i'd like an accident yes yeah, that would but, be nice yeah but then i'll often i'll alternate a rescue um, a rescue one as well so, so um, alternate those because sometimes to have two or three rescues especially when you're working you can't mm. commit to them they do yeah. need special because I had right. an RSPCA um, prosecution case Doberman was my last rescue so if you have two rescues and, and Dobermans are a breed that if you actually treat them badly then they are difficult to it bring them wrong. back to good mm. you've got to be mm. very experienced to handle them um, so then I'll always have a, a one that's from a puppy or uh, Ferguson was a rehoming and then a rescue. And so that you've got to actually one that's a stable character to give confidence to the rescue. Yeah. And yes. have the time yourself yeah. to, to yeah. put into them. And then and you've got a confident dog them. with them that gives them an anchorage and security when you're not there as well as when you are there or out with yeah. walks that they can sort of follow yeah so that the beauty regime at home is, yes. can be very different to the beauty regime at, at london or on tv yeah, yeah. um but it, presumably you're getting outdoors every day yes. are you because you're yeah. mucking out and you're yeah. riding and yeah. exercising walking the, the dogs mucking out yeah. um yeah the gar um, i'm a keen gardener as yeah. well so you know growing mint in the pims garden that's that that's a classic at the moment yeah that's a classic <laughs> at the moment um yeah so all of that and that's when i'm testing products and things that's then about my quick my quick and easy products for yeah. you know someone that's maybe not into the massive london regime or in the london yeah. bottle bubble it is about then you know simple products or easy products but a good quality mm. and good value for money but they're quick yeah. and they they're easy and they're pleasurable through yeah. to yes sometimes then having you know the latest certain colored eyeshadow and does it go sure. on smoothly or does it roll off yeah 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 well thank you very much for taking a break from your tv work and from your wonderful home horses and dogs for being with us. Oh, it's been, it's been wonderful to see you again. Great. Let's not leave it so long next time. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, that is all we have time for today, but do head over to alisonyoungbeauty.com because you will find much more beauty advice from this knowledgeable lady, perhaps even some videos about spoons, who knows? And we will put the notes from this episode up on lizellwellbeing.com where you'll find further resources. And it's also the place, of course, to sign up for our free weekly newsletter, which comes to your inbox every Friday, should you so wish. So until the next time we chat, go well. Bye-bye. everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O-L D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.